Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Are you saying <laughs> that I should convert to Islam? I mean, it's a beautiful religion, don't get me wrong. But I don't want to convert to Muslim. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing about him, like, touching the rock, that's really beautiful. (laughs) I love the headscarves. This was one of the most awkward things I've ever seen on 90 Day Fiance. And y'all, we were all there when Darcy's shoe got caught in the escalator. (laughs) This is worse than that. Or when Tom tried to pick Darcy up. Tom tried to pick Darcy up. (laughs) Or what's-his-name wouldn't eat the pork? Oh, Larry! Larry wouldn't eat the pork. This is the most... Or when, awk- or when uh, Tariq was at Hazel's church. Oh! And they were losing oh. their minds and handling snakes. <laughs> yes. Or Usman and Lisa's wedding. This is more awkward. Because they're basically trying... He's basically trying to tell his brother, give me your child. Give so me your baby. Can- and even Kimberly... Even Kimberly has some understanding that how does this look for crazy for white, a white lady to take this that's baby? That's going to take your baby. Even she gets it. Yeah. And she doesn't get a lot, y'all. <laughs> this is Happily Ever After, <laughs> it's everybody. Happily Ever After. Season 7, episode 16. Hamana, hamana, hamana. Part 2. <laughs> well, you know, I looked up the names of the episodes. And it, here, I'll just do it again. Uh, you should tell us. Well, it should normally when you Google, and it says episode 15 is Battlefield. That aired on December 14th. Battlefield! And then there's not 16. It just says December 18th is 17. It says, it doesn't say, basically. This episode might be called Thank You Next. We don't know. 
Okay. They really are. They why do they always choose song titles? They really they don't do. always. Some seasons they do. <clears throat> Make a choice. Yeah. And stand by it. It's like the Desperate Housewives choosing all Sondheim titles. Gay. That was gay. Did you realize that immediately when you watched that yes. show? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Please stop cracking your fucking knuckles. <laughs> do you do y'all are you do you have people in your life who are knuckle crackers? I just it's did it. Awful. Poodle's in a great mood. Uh, I'm fine. <laughs> Y'all, he sugared up because we just did our holiday spectacular, our we live. Did. Uh, we had a really good time and sang had, some songs. We had a, a red twas the night before Christmas. I kind of forgot how much I was grossed out by that, <laughs> and also how much I loved it. It now it's officially a holiday classic because you've read it twice. I commit to it. Oh when I'm yeah, reading it. it's a you really did a good job. Thank I have you. To say so. Um, disgusting and foul and when you say y'all he tells me he was like you are way grosser than i am i always have that to go back to (laughs) and say no i think it's that that i'm a little bit more uh artful with it (laughs) your words (laughs) um so anyway we had a really we had over a hundred people at our live. We've never had that many. Yeah, Usually we have like forty. So, so YouTube it live. It was really it fun. Was great. That's going to be available. Um, it should be available by the time you hear this, but it'll be, be available for everyone in the Patreon and Supercast. We're going to send you yep. a post and do a little link about it. And so there you go. Hey, also if you go to our social media, either at my the Matt Mar, my Instagram, or Reality Gaze. Uh, Instagram. I did an unboxing. An unboxing. Video. It just came. I didn't plan it. It's just I saw Armando. That's was, when you put your fingers in your box. This is why you don't do unboxing so videos. This is why Poodle. That's um, box. That's why you get banned from you Instagram. Unbox. No, please don't flick yourself down you there. Box the, your box. If you're in if the you're intimate, on the intimate portrait, oh I just flicked myself. <laughs> flick, 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 Breaker, 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 four, nine. Maybe Christina can do sound effects for that, too. Stop, stop <laughs> making jobs for Christina. Again, oh. <laughs> she won't do it. It's fine. She um, better not. She doesn't have time. Okay. We got to get this out quick. We do. So, um, Bullish but shit. anyway, our, I didn't know Armando. Can, y'all, they make candles. They make fucking, this is gay and I love they it. They do make all terrible. things gay people They do, do all things gay. And that box was so gaily wrapped the way it came to me. You opened, it was well done. Anyway, I got three of their candles. I really, I like two of them a lot. One I liked okay, but the, two, the gingerbread one I liked. <laughs> no, I mean, I said it on the unboxing. I, I would, bought them. They didn't I would, give them to me. I would hate all of them, I think. I think you would like the um, gingerbread one actually because it's clovey. It doesn't. But is it? Does it smell like dessert? That, no, that one doesn't smell like dessert. The, okay. The wintergreen one actually does more. You would hate the peppermint one. I hate like it. that one. Hate it. The peppermint one, but y'all. I don't, don't like sweet candles. They don't swell, sell them anymore because they sold out. But anyway, good for them. But they're really good for them. They're these pretty casings in like this beautiful clay, and you can burn I think the candle down. Is in casings, and then. Uh, Jesus, but you can burn the candle down and use them as, and you can use the thing as cups or put a votive in them. They're really pretty. Anyway, you can go that and you can or look sperm at that unboxing. You just got banged literally <laughs> yesterday in New York City. Why did it New not? New York City. New York. Hulu, did it not take turn I, on timing? I flew today. 
Turn on time. That ruins everything when you flew. You flew, though, in Delta One next to who? Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. You should be Star fine. of stage and screen. Not stage. <clears throat> oh, actress. Screen and screen. Prominent for Divergent. And uh, 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 Little White Lies. Little White Lies. Not Little White Lies. <laughs> Big Little Lies. <laughs> Big Little Lies. Oh, is that your is that your big little lies? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> But the music's they're always driving it's <laughs> gross. <Excuse> me. <laughs> really, that's gross. You're flicking your widow maker down there and that's flick, gross. Flick 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 flick. Sound effects. Yeah, that Widowmaker has ruined quite a few men. <laughs> quite a few men. Any other? We're going to have our, y'all, the, um, our collab. Okay, Casey's coming out this week. We're, um, I'm doing Everyone's Business But Mine yep. with Cara Berry. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little segment on that. So we're just keeping it busy and um, in December. Got a busy week. <laughs> I know my eyes. And are... we have a busy meeting next week. We have to prepare for this week. I know. I know. A lot to do. Glad you went on vacation because you're going to see a lot of me this week. All right. Mm. Okay. In it, shall we just shall we just jump into Let's it? Let's jump in. Let's uh, talk about Jovi Child. Jovi and Yara. Mom, um, Mama Jovi. I wish she was here. Again. Cool. Even, even though the the music is buoyant and German, this this the story has y'all. I know what Christmas story I could have told during our live, and I just remembered it. Shit. I remember next year. You're going to have to tell it now. You can't just say that. <laughs> well, no. I just Can it be fast? Can you do it fast? Yeah. It's so very quick. Okay. We do this thing on the live. like I would call Christmas memories. And I yeah. told a story of my dog ate a Christmas light. And I told one about me singing at church, but I forgot about this one. It was iffy one. at best. <laughs> Um, they enjoyed it. They were a little horrified. But this is about, so y'all, my dad, This it's a short story. It takes place in Oklahoma. I'm so, watching timing. Um, anyway, so basically. It takes place in Oklahoma like all of them do. <laughs> my, my, you know, my dad married his second wife, Brenda. That's the woman that he cheated on my, don- my mom with. So my mom never really liked him. But anyway, so. <laughs> I would say not. <laughs> no, never really got along. And so, um, but. How did they, do they ever coexist in the same area? They finally started to be the same, but my mom would never speak to her. And my mom didn't want to, and Brenda acted like she didn't, she was almost scared of my mother, didn't want to talk to her. Because then when my dad divorced her and then married Janet, the third wife, my mom was like, hey, Janet, how are you? My mom didn't mind at all. Because of the cheating. Janet acted kind of, but it was like, she, I just can't, and I get it, because. I, I couldn't either. I couldn't either. The fact that your father would have wanted them to be in the same room would be, would be unbelievable to I me. I know. I know. You're making this story longer. Sorry. Keep going. Okay, so anyway. I have follow-up <laughs> questions. But anyway, so I remember this is when my dad, they lived in this house over uh, in a different part of town. And so I um, I was in high school, and I, I really did like, I didn't love the way it happened, but Brenda was a sweet woman. And honestly, I look back at it, probably the actual love of my dad's life. Probably mm-hmm. they got along the best. Um, so... 
so my dad started cheating on her, and then that didn't work out well. So y'all, my dad really wasn't good at marriage and um, or relationships. No, not really. And so anyway, he um, but you know. The second and the third wife both had horrible decorating taste, but Janet was the worst. She had just tchotchke shit everywhere. A lot of bright and stuff. It looked terrible. But Brenda, Brenda, she, like, the house was very, even though it was the 90s, still had a lot. It was when the 90s when you had a lot of pink and mauve. Yeah, the mauve. This actually just made me homes. This ain't my chest hurt missing. That kind of blue and mauve. Yeah, but she was very clean. She cleaned house all the time. Yeah, that was early 90s. She, I remember, she had big, she's still alive, but she had big dyed blonde. She doesn't have much memory now, though. I think she's, you know, has some some of the Parkinson's or uh, Alzheimer's. But uh, she had... Big dyed Yikes. white blonde, white kind of that, not white, but that kind of frosted yeah. white hair. Yeah. Big hair, still has the same hair. And she wore so much mascara, as my sister-in-law <laughs> said. It looked like there were spider legs on yeah. her eyelashes. Spider, spider Kind of like the woman from Something About Mary, because she was very tan wow. as well. Wow. So, and she smoked. She quit eventually, but she smoked even when they first, so she was like, Hi, Matt, how are you? I'm Brenda. Short little lady. Anyway. That is Brenda. That was her decorating style. But loved her. We got along very well. She, I think she loves me. She said the gay people because of, it's going quick. <laughs> anyway, I, she came home for Christmas, or I came home from Christmas from college, and it was the most god-awful Christmas decorations. I bet it like cheap, just dollar store Cheap ass. You can get decent stuff at the dollar store. No, sometimes. it wasn't good. It looked oh. bad. And they had money. They weren't rich, but they yeah. had money to spend on decent. The Christmas tree that they liked, she said it was so was easy. It white. Was no, it, white? it wasn't okay. white. It folded up into an accordion. And if you <laughs> pressed a button, the Christmas tree raised up. So then you could pack it and lower it every year. They bought it from Bargain World. Remember Bargain World? I do remember Bargain, Bargain World. Bargain World was the QVC. It was very popular in Ardmore for about three years. It was this fat guy who looked like somebody from QAnon. But he, no, it was, he basically it was shit that fell off a truck. Yeah. And they were just in a warehouse. It was television Was it North gold. Texas, though? I, no, uh, it was in Art because you'd go pick it up in Carter County. It was South Texas, though, and North Texas. Yeah. But they called it Welcome to Bargain World. Bargain World, World yeah. Was it on when you were down there, yeah. too? Big deal. A lot of it really got popular. But anyway, they got this tree from Bargain World, and so it raised up, but not the full like seven and a half feet it was supposed to. It only raised up about six feet because it had fallen off the truck. Yeah, didn't look good. Hated the tree topper on it. And Brita said, "I came home. She's like, man, I just don't know what kind of tree topper I'm going to get for this." <laughs> and she said, "I just can't find it." And I can't believe I forgot this story with the tree topper dilemma you and I have had this Christmas. God, this is such a good story. I forgot about it. So anyway. Please, just, <laughs> I'm begging for a shred of plot. <laughs> Brenda loved collecting dolls. Not the Marie Osmond dolls, because those were too expensive. But she, back in the guest bedroom, was just all of her cheap, kind of not actual Barbie, but kind of generic looking Barbie dolls that she oh, would buy. Oh, that's sad. They were all in the room. It freaked me out. I didn't care for it. 
had some gay sex back there though with my college boyfriend that came came with me. Or God, I was dating. in the doll room. In the doll room, so that fits. But anyway. Uh, we also fucked in my dad's pool. That was great. He lifts me up everywhere. You know, you know I'm grossed out so by that. So anyway, I looked like, what's her name? His showgirls just flailing around everywhere. So, okay. Get- <laughs> we're, we're fishing up. But so, Brenda calls me. And I remember I was on my Samsung flip phone. And she called me. And I flipped it. And I was like, hey, Brenda. She's like, man, you got to get home. I found the best tree topper. And I said, you did? She's like, yeah. So, I left. I was with friends at Sonic, because where else do you go in Lone Grove? We where were just else? hanging out. So I drove back home in my Chevy Cavalier that my daddy bought me when I turned 18. I loved that car. And um, his name was Cavi. Go figure. And so I get home. Original. And I walk in the living room, and it's a Barbie carousel tree topper. <laughs> And it's Barbie on a carousel horse. If you're on the Intimate Portrait, you're going to see the video of this. There is a video that goes along. Or this is a something you should see. So uh, we'll describe it is for it your listeners. Is it real? It's a real thing. It's a Barbie carousel horse. And it's Barbie. And, you, and it has like a little round thing. And it spins around. And it plays music the entire time. So she, I walk in and it's Barbie just going... Ding, 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 ding. Please don't knock over your drink, and oh, you just God. did. I knocked over. Oh, it's fine. It's just ice. I knocked over my drink. I'll clean it I up. I saw that starting to happen. It's fine. There was just water in it. So, anyway. <sighs> Y'all, this is why I can't have anything. <laughs> it goes ding. Uh. Oh, what? It's fine. <laughs> You're the one that heard. So, it went around in a circle, but what you heard more than anything was the motor of the tree topper just going. <laughs> Please don't knock shit over again. I'm not. And then she said, I love it. It looks so good. And I said, yeah, it looks fine. And then she walked out of the room. And two minutes later, I'm just standing there looking at the tree in disgust. And their tree topper was so heavy on this shitty tree that the tree just started to lean over <laughs> and it just fell off the tree and I just walked out of the room. And scene. That's my Christmas story. You asked. Do you want me to get a paper towel and dab? It's just water, but I'll dab it up no, for you. No, well, let's just keep going. All right. Uh, at this point, it's better just to fight through. All um, right. So y'all... <laughs> I don't know how I follow bing, bing, that. Bing, bing. I can't believe uh, I forgot that with all the tree topper talk we talked about. It's a lot of talk in one sentence. <laughs> um, you've had, you've now, you've been sugared up. I did have a lot of in I asked end. you, there's a coaster right there. But this one has ice in it and it's all cold right. and that will leave a mark. This won't do anything because it's just Yo, room I've, temperature. I bought a nice coffee table. Someone oh, has one. someone has trashed it. There, you, there is nothing I've done to there this coffee table. There are little nicks. That is There's not true. All over There's the nicks place. on your side. That is not true. I see There's three nicks. right there. One, you, two, three. You slam down microphone cables all over the place. I think you need to calm. <gasps> Don't you ever tell me to calm down. You know who who not tell to, to someone to calm down? You don't tell Yara to calm down. Or Mother Poodle. Let's no. talk about Yara and Jovi. Y'all, um, I don't want to even spend too much time on this. We've already we've already said this. After they were in Germany, they went to Antalya, Turkey. That was where yes, they were. they went on vacation. This whole thing's bullshit. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is uh now, do I think they're the what's rooted in the 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 issues they're having with the trust issues and Jovi wanting uh Yara to being so easily influenced by like other people. Um That's... that is all his fear that she's going to actually hear someone's voice besides his. And that women can't think on their own. Let's just talk about that too. Yeah. Best line of the whole show is when Yara's driving and Joe was like, where are you taking us? Beer garden, strip club? And she says, I'm taking you both to rehab. Because you need it. Because you need it. (laughs) The thing about it is... I love Yara. I do. The thing about it is a lot of that is... That was a joke to her. But it's, it's, it's benched in truth. Oh, yeah. But that's how they communicate. Yeah. That's how... that. Not that, fix your not, my condom, please. Oh, that's you're right. That's how they actually communicate, like actually salient points to one yes. another. Yeah, I don't think they have a lot of open talking back and no, forth. No, that's why when they do confess their thoughts like this, it feels fake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, that's true. And so they're all they're going on a hike because they need to like get there. God, it looks beautiful. Uh, and Joey's saying stuff like speak, like speak English, like don't talk to me like I'm stupid. And you know, you're all about him. He's trying to hug her, and she's like, Joey, Joey, don't hug me, Joey. What's interesting about that is she. You see her though. Part of her, you see her smile at the end. Again, that's how they communicate. That's how they communicate. Yeah. Um, then what's what's interesting is when other people get involved, like Katrina and the mom, or Karina. I'm sorry. And and she says, Joby, I think you're really selfish. That's when Joby cannot take that. No, he doesn't like that. Yeah. And who cares if they talk? They're in another country. They're in Europe. Like, let if they speak another language, what? That's his issue. He's yeah. He is a baby boy. You really see what you talked about, like where Joby's from. That whole spoiled baby culture. Men, men are men are treated as uh, prizes. Doesn't matter who they are. Yeah, um, so, I'd send him back. And uh, and Talmadge is like, "You made a commitment to my boy." Uh, I, I, I shut up, T. I, I can't stand that guy. Shut and up. We, we do hear with for, your decent sized penis. We both we'd both bang him at a bar. Oh, we just need to admit hundred percent, hundred percent, even with the bad hair. He oh, because it's a decent dick, y'all. It's a decent penis it's a decent dick yeah and it's pretty Ugh, i would say wor- that yeah that's the worst part of it it's when not, dicks are pretty it's not the michelangelo of dicks but it's nice very aesthetically pleasing yeah so what's interesting is uh yara says i should tell you i was miserable when you were stuck at work for this longer and he takes it to say you're miserable in our life yeah that he really that's what i wrote he completely just jumped well, the bandwagon. He or takes jumped the gun. Everything personally, or flip the. What's it called when you take something? Run with it. <laughs> That's what he did. None of those constructions <laughs> were were parallel. But no, I'm saying because he can't take any criticism of anything. No, he takes so it all. He personal. does take everything personal because no one ever really insults him because he was protected. It's spoiled. I, yeah. I wonder if he's his only child. 
I don't know. We don't get a lot of Jovi's dad, too, so we don't know his in, in, interaction. We only before. know his stepdad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's stepdad. Yeah. I think that might be the only dad he knows. Though. I think it is the only dad he knows. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I don't know, maybe Mama Gwen felt guilty that her, his dad, I don't know. No, I, I wonder if there are other, if he has siblings. Because she doesn't seem like, but it's the culture. I'm glad you brought it because you were No, from, it's the culture. she doesn't seem like a baby mother. She, seems, she is. She is, but she's better than some others. But the thing about uh, Gwen is she's got a little bit of self sense of humor and she's got a, a little bit of edge to her. Um, that made him be a little bit able to laugh at himself. Well, it's why he likes Yara. Exactly. He can like laugh. His mother. He exactly. He can laugh at himself a little bit. Um, and Yara will make him laugh at himself because she puts him in his place because that's what he wants. I guess that's true. You dated somebody like his mother. Would you date someone like your mother? Hell no. <laughs> I'm already me. What about your father? No. You already are your mother. I know. I that's what I was going to say. Mother too. Yeah. I know. True. It's like. Not really helpful. Um, so he's like, I'm done with the combo, Yara. And and they're they're by themselves later on. And it's really, really chilly. And he basically says, I'm concerned she's uh, pick that she's pushing me away. Um, and I think this is, this is coming from a very fearful place. Are you recording? Okay. Oh, God. Just making sure. It's coming from a very fearful place that when she isn't part of a plan he can partly control, he gets extremely insecure. And it's hard to watch. I think it's – I will – okay, so you hit on a word insecure. I think it comes from a place less of I want to control her but more of – Sarah Joe, uh, something of Jovi feels unlovable and not yeah. worthy of her, yeah. and so he always feels like, when is she going to realize the the that con and not? Yeah, be when with is me? she going to realize that I'm not good enough for her? And when is she going to move on from? Mm-hmm. And I don't not saying it's true or not. I just think he thinks that about himself. No, he does. Yeah, um, it definitely comes from that. And then she basically says, uh, if if she's to, if Yara stays in Europe, it's going to drive more of a wedge between us. Because uh, remember, Yara brought up. Because of COVID, he was stuck out there for four months. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Twice. And when he said, she said, I was worried when you got your, when you got your green card, we weren't going to be like, you're going to just like go off to Europe and live it, whatever. Now, she does not help him by never really being honest about her feelings with him. No. She will, the way she, she earns, wants him to almost read her mind. She earns, but also she insults him by keeping him, she, ins- she keeps him in check kind of in check by insulting him constantly yeah and so it is turnabout is fair play with them they're both a little rough with each other and uh she can call it out better than he can because if he calls it out he seems like he's being too sensitive mm-hmm. which he can't be mm-hmm. so she knows that i think yara is um is a very not 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 a dangerous person to be in a relationship with. She is. It is hard for her to not be the aggressive one in the relationship, and always kind of do, putting the other person down. I know because look in the mirror. <laughs> 
You, you're the, the you're the aggressive one in the relationship. Always. Oh come on. <laughs> but you want someone though. But you don't want someone passive. You like someone to almost fight with a little bit. Yeah, but I'm gonna be one up being the aggressor. I'm if they, but if they're just passive, I'm gonna win all the time. I don't want to. I want someone to fight me. That's what I'm saying. Fight yeah. me. Fight me. Chuck me. <laughs> fight, and then you just fuck it. Yeah, out. and I'm not submissive at all. Like I just need, I need to fight with somebody. <sighs> Sorry to give away a little couple details. I don't think anybody's listening. It's going. That's it. I think they all kind of knew. Yeah, not, don't go easily. Well, I, and again, you are addicted. It's just, it's just, it's this idea too that Jovi can't wrap his head around because he's not that um, evolved really in this way um, that this, I, he believes that men and women join and or a man and a wife in this case join and form one union and one identity yeah yara i think too is thinking about this from a probably much more european perspective and just this idea that we are married we are committed i have my life though my interest you have your life and your interest and it's a a dual identity that we have. No, he Jovi could he, never understand. He that. loves her because he's not like the girls she's grown up with, and he's that he doesn't that, know how to treat that. Yeah, but that's what keeps him going for it. Yeah, and because he gets bored with most girls, and he does not get bored with Yara. Yeah, she's never gonna give him that that amount, and y'all, that's why the sex is good. We just read him for filth. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I think. A lot of the shit he says, I think, yes, I think he thinks that. I think Yara is basically like, he's never going to get away with that with me. Because when the cameras aren't on, you guys, I guarantee you, he is a lapdog. I bet. I promise you. Um, For the most part. I bet maybe when he's at home, maybe around his mom, maybe he feels a little more That's what I'm saying. That's different. But I guarantee you when they're together, he's, I think they're different without the cameras. I need some more M&M's and we need to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No, the doctor just added four more months. (laughs) I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? 
made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy And please don't knock shit over. I'm not gonna knock shit over. Did you clean up that, that mess? You told I said you want to wipe it up, and you said no. I'll do it later. It's just what you know. That's how we're starting the show, <laughs> right? Or the, coming back, Christina, put that in. No, you, you, you already just, not. You already him not just shit. nagging me, <laughs> just nagging me, riding you, me hard. If you knock off that water. I will slap you in the face. It's just water. It cleans your rug. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Where the fuck did Jamal get this common sense from? Because not his mother. It, it's, it's baffling. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. It's like he was raised by, by a mediator. Yeah, and really responsible people. Because she has none of this no. uh, kind of circumspection that he has. That's a good word I for it. I think he's read a lot of self-help books. Maybe. Or something. Or something. Or follow a lot of He looks helpograms. so good. He looks real hot. Um, he looks real. He's wearing this button shirt and you can kind of see his chesticles. He he might be one of the hottest guys on 90 Day ever. Yeah. He's yeah. so hot. Y'all. And uh, y'all, if you've, uh, if you've seen, this it's, is part two. It's, been, it's, it's now been now. on. He's with Veronica. He date. He is dating. I think it's it's not it's not at the time of filming. At the time of filming, yeah, we don't know now. They were they dated. Don't look at us. Veronica doesn't tell us. Veronica talks to us, y'all. We're friends. She came to our San Diego show, which, by the way, she talked about San Diego. May are we? Is it because of us that this happened? Yes, Veronica I'm, I'm came, claiming it. We are claiming it, y'all. Veronica got Rea- that reality dick because gaze, of- reality gaze made this happen. Because of reality gaze, we made this happen. You're welcome. You're welcome, Sean America. You're welcome. Veronica won't answer us this, um, and she will not tell us if they're still together or not. No, 
She won't even tell us how the dick was. No, we've asked. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. I asked for pictures. <laughs> that I understand why. She, she said, did. stop texting me. No, yeah. she said, <laughs> anyway, y'all. My lawyer's involved. <laughs> My lawyer's involved. But um, Tim called me. He was like, hey, man, you, you got to stop Matt, You got to stop talking texting, okay? It's anyway, cool. okay. y'all, if you have not watched the tell-all of the single life, it's this the it's, best tell-all we've ever, I think, one of top top two or three tell-alls we've ever seen. This, the last 40 minutes of this tell-all, because it was 90 minutes, uh-huh. well, two hours, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was a circus. <laughs> it was a circus of like little dogs jumping through hoops. <laughs> a fire eater. A bearded lady. Hey! Yeah. And uh, and then Jesse showed up. And then Jesse showed up. I, 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 every time they brought someone else out, I was just in disbelief. <sighs> Yeah. Butter was just, boy, rare form. I, ah, uh, ah, uh, butter looked like Fred Flintstone's mother. She really did. She was in her, like, leopard. Uh huh. Just yeah, she being was. a bitch. Oh, just being butter. Butter being just butter. Butter buttering. She was just buttering. Oh, God, I love butter. She was so great. Nat, oh, Natalie, jo- Debbie was just, oh, in the cold. Debbie. Debbie was kind of losing it on that tell-all. I think she's done too many of them. I think so, too. I yeah. think Debbie needs to step back. I w- Which, I, apparently I her and Tony are together. I don't think they're going to put Debbie and Tony on Happily Ever After. No, I don't think... I think she was going through a lot of stuff when that well, was happening. Maybe. Or Debbie cleaning out a dragon collection in a Canadian home would be more interesting than this. <sighs> Anyway, anyway, uh, y'all, the single life tell all is and good. Usman is Kimberly's pissed off at Usman because of he because he, he didn't tell me about the fact that he did not talk to Muhammad about this adoption. As she should as be. As she should be. As now, she should be. Usman finds Jamal and he's like, like, dude, they're sitting out the pool. He's like, dude, she is she is really tired of all this shit. And Jamal's like, well, look, you you ba- Jamal said this is really smart. Jamal says he tells whatever truth is that will make him look good and leaves out the rest. And doesn't tell the whole truth. And that's thing. nails him. That's exactly what he does. Which is what a con artist does. And Jamal tells Usman, he says, exactly. Jamal says, but here's the deal, man. He said, in a very nice way, he said, when you don't tell the whole truth, that's still a lie in my book. Usman's like, that's a lie in your country? <laughs> yeah, he's like, huh? And, he, and Jamal re- reasons, he says, don't you think it'd be good for you both to live together a little bit before you start talking about having a child? Yeah. And he said, because this is another sacrifice she's making. And you knew her age and everything. So the fact that she can't have a child is not her fault. And yet she's being punished for it. Well, I think this is just telling you the culture of how male dominated uh, Usman's culture is. That's true. And he tells, he Women, you, he's used to being around women who are okay with being told whatever you need to. They don't need to know the whole story for him. He'll tell you whatever you want, and that, that's, like, that's like doing everything for them. Yeah. That is, for him, that's house of culture. Jamal does a good job, though, too, because he said, you feel, you keep saying that, uh-oh, the roommate the, uh, upstairs <laughs> is moving. Uh, Jamal said, you know, you keep saying you do so much. He said, 
I don't know if you're recognizing how much my mom does, but then he follows that and says, he doesn't discount what Usman says. He says, I think it's about even. And Usman doesn't know how to respond to that. Because Kimberly fights with, I'm doing everything, you're doing nothing. Usman fights with, I'm doing everything, you're doing nothing. The problem is here, Kimberly's all emotion. And Jamal is really trying to say, I'm trying to see things where you are. That's why he's, I think he's read a lot of self-help or been through a lot of therapy. Or he uh, just had to parent his mother. That's it. Yeah, because he, he's good at neutralizing cuckoo. Because he even said, like, one thing he did say in the tell-all when they were asking about the relationship status and stuff like that. And it was kind of ridiculous. Um, I was a little bit more Team Jamal on that. But uh, Jamal said, I'm dealing with a lot of, like, family stuff right now, too. And I bet, like... With his grandmother dying, like, I bet, I know that he's going back to San Diego more. He's probably going to take care of his mom a lot. Because I don't see Kim as doing that on her own. I'm working at a spa. I'm working at a spa. She does work at a spa now. And so, um, but Usman completely just says, eh, Jamal's in his mom's business too much. We got to get him out of here. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what his his worldview is. Yeah. Uh, And... And Usman wants him out because he knows Jamal sees through him. And Jamal's like, I'm going to be here. I'm not going anywhere. Um, Jamal's just so hot. Usman's just sitting there just. mm. Veronica, I'm going to need a play by play. (laughs) Sketches. Yeah. Or at least just, um, I don't know, a a drawn tableau. Yeah. Play-Doh. Play-Doh sculptures. I'll take some Legos. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all, we're gonna meet Muhammad and his wife, his brother, and and Kimber's like, I'm just worried. This like some white lady who's gonna kidnap their child. Yeah, because was like, why are you mad? And she has a point here. She gets it. And uh, and so y'all, we from what we've heard of him, from what what we've heard of Usman, he's talking about like this is very common in our country. They're gonna jump at the fact he does act like this is just a normal. All of a sudden, they're like, "There's Mahadi, who's a cute. That baby is that kid is so fucking cute." And I will say, the reason why Usman loves that kid, that kid looks like Usman. Yeah, he really does. He goes, "I got you a present," or that's what Kim says. I got you a present. I got you a present. Do you like me? Do you like Auntie Kimberly? And so they're they're just sit down and Usman just basically said, I was thinking if you could give us Mahadi, we could adopt him as our child and he would be legally our son in our care. And they go and he could move with me. Huh? Think about this, y'all. Not only huh? is Usman asking to take him, he's asking, let me take your child into a home with two people who've been on and off again, back and forth, yeah. who aren't even married. To a country that we don't even know if I can even get into yet. I think also, and I don't know their situation. From what I see on television, they don't look like they're in poverty. No. And I think that would be a completely different thing. Yeah. Yes. Could they give him could they give him more opportunity, quote you know, Western sense than he would have where he is, possibly? Um, maybe they want that for him. Maybe they don't. Maybe they but don't. later on, they say, you know, uh, Usman is thinking in a where in a very Western sense, like I'll uh, he'll be under our care, get the best education, whatever he needs. And the wife says, "This is what he didn't plan on. No, I need to teach him all the all. I need to teach him things like." About Islamic culture, our religion, and, our culture, and our, our orientations that that. 
and how are you going to teach him, talking to Kim, about Hausa culture? Because Muhammad says the most important thing for our child is religion. And they both kind of go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that thing. Oh, Oh crap! We didn't. We thought you just want him to get a good education. We forgot about religion. Well, Usman just rules thought, these people's lives. Yes, Usman thought. I just thought you'd want him to go live with famous Soja Boy. Yeah. Um, and and so much so that Kim's they like, say we I'm would not converting. Want, not converting to Islam. Yeah, she's like, I'm not converting. They because they wanted. They say not only would he need to be raised, but to be raised in that, the mother would need to convert as well to teach him. Um and. That's when Kim's basically like, this is the real problem. Even Jamal's sitting there going, wait, you want my mom to convert? And the next thing that we happen, she's talking to Jamal outside. But she says at the table, this is why I said you maybe need to talk to cool. <laughs> this is not cool. One, one of the not one of the, cool. One of the Kim things is always throwing everyone under the bus, but her, regardless if it's their fault. She's always trying always. to look better, and um, she says like she's finally yo. She yo. does. She does say I feel like Usman's going too far. Yes, she's never said that before. Put down that dick pic. Sorry, my phone's going crazy. They hear you're back in town, <laughs> and people's beepers are going up. Call all ships to see. All ships to see. Because your ass is on that frequency. <laughs> doot doot doot. Morse code. Attention, boys! Attention, boys! The sluts back in Los Angeles. <laughs> so, dun, 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 dun. it's like a war. Film. And you see, like airplanes, <laughs> bombs being Bomb, dropped, boom, boom, just in your asshole, boom, boom. <laughs> just looks like it. Literally, it's D Day again. Like, hey, boys! Hey, boys! So, um, <clears throat> Dick Day. Dick Day. So we get Kim and Jamal, and um, they're sitting. Jamal and Jamal's talking to his mom, and I like that he looks at his mom and says, "Why is your face like that?" And she's like, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> "She's so upset." Um, and he basically says, "She's like, I'm pissed that he blindsided them." And Jamal says, "Y'all have y'all been in vacay mode ever since you've been together." Hundred percent true. What is good about Jamal being there, and what we don't realize, y'all. Usman gaslights the fuck out she of does. Kimberly. She does, and she he will can't, never understand that. He can't do that. She doesn't understand what's happening. Yeah. yeah. But Jamal, because it's his mom, but also Jamal sees the reality of what's going on and even says, like, he says, did you see the mom's face when he when Usman brought up to take the kid? Yeah. The mom was so confused. She was not into this, and Kimberly was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, she's, right. it's so validating and he's like, you don't know what your life's going to be. And then he asks her, will having a kid make this anything better? And she goes, oh, uh, I don't know. And then that's he, the first time she's thought about it. She says, I don't know. And then Jamal says, and y'all, this is a good, this is good if you're talking to a friend or if you're having a conversation. It's just a good, if you feel like you're confused or you are wondering like, do I make my own decision making or do I not? But if Jamal says it's troubling that you can't respond to some of the questions that I'm yeah. asking, whatever side you're on, if somebody, if a friend is asking you questions like this and you find yourself, you Wait, can't respond to answers. That probably means you're paralyzed. You're in fear. You're in a not good headspace to make decisions. And, but this is make Kimberly's head. Yeah. You have, going, there's no, whoa, whoa, there's, whoa, whoa you're, being, you're being, you're <laughs> being, 
<laughs> it's like a carousel. Whoa, oh, whoa. Uh, 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 please. Please. A Kimberly Chandelier scream, ladies and gentlemen. Please. There you go. Please. Um, I still, every time someone says anything, please, I hear, please, please. <laughs> yeah, I just had the last bit is, you can see her, he's like, all the back and forth to Nigeria, you know, we'd have to deal with all of this. And she just continues to defend Usman to Jamal. And and that's got to be painful. That, that I think that... Because underneath it, if she... If there's cracks in the relationship, then she's unlovable and unworthy and it's a con. Yeah. She doesn't want to ever admit that. She. God, it's hard. Kimberly, it's hard to be Jamal in this. Oh. It's hard to be. It is. Jamal, if you need comfort, you can come to our intimate portrait and just sit right here. Fuck you. No, I'm only (laughs) by by myself. You don't need to be anywhere. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. We'll have our own intimate portrait. Wow. I. I will say this, that it's Jamal, you know, says, I see the red flags, but it's Kimberly. She's never going to get this. Um, That's why she could be on this show forever. She'll never get it. And she's never, and it's almost as if we get why Usman wants to be with Kimberly. It's a con. Kimberly says she loves Usman. And I think a part of her thinks she does. But what it's really about is Usman doesn't, or Kimberly doesn't want everybody to be right. I yeah. think she really wants to prove people wrong. Like, I'm going to prove the haters wrong. Right. It's all these people said, this would never happen between him and you. And she yeah. wants, like, she, like the ring says, I win. And, and she's a star fucker. Yeah, and she will fuck a star if she can, because that helps her be important. Because mm-hmm. y'all remember, you said this. She's a fan. She's a fan, super fan. She's a fan of the not show. of him. Well, yes, of him, but she's a ninety day fiance fan. Yeah. Um, let's talk about um, Lil. The, Lil. the newest contestant for the single life. Y'all, it's gonna happen. Chuck Podhast. I can't believe that. Chuck, if you would have asked me, think about it. Three years ago, two years ago, if you said, who's one of the people that you can't stand that you would never want to see on? And I would say Chuck, Chuck would Pop. be there. And now I'm like, bring it on. I'm kind of ready for it. Bring it on. Oh, you know, he's still got a lot of garbage to him, but I'd still like to see him be completely do weird shit on television. For sure. And especially if Lib and Andre are involved. Oh, yeah. especially if Lib and Andre are involved. Um, Y'all. They are at their Going to happy Chuck's poolside. Um, nothing from immigration yet, and Andre is just sitting there with his fucking legs spread, sitting on a chair, and he's big just old nuts, huge, massive sack. That's an enormous sitting. testicular sack. His balls are like two Wizard of Oz balloons, just <laughs> bouncing what? around. And you just want to click your heels together and have them just slap on your chin. No, it does. Wow. 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 <laughs> they do look like two avocados. Yeah, I guess. Just sitting there just, in there some are pants. Huge balls, y'all. Huge. Yeah. God. The dick is fine. It's not massive. It's girth. It is the girth. It is the it's girth. It's not pretty either. Oh, but it gets the job done. She got pregnant again real quick. He just has to wish it in. 
That um, little baby, they just posted their Christmas picture, actually. Yeah. That baby is cute. It's a cute baby. It's a little fat baby. It's cute. I'm hoping it gets more of the 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 podcast uh, facial features. But I, Andre's hot. No, a- but... but Ellie's got the forehead. That I keeps think going. that's really pretty on her. I think she looks really pretty. She's a cute kid. She's aging into her look because better. when women get older, like that pretty, that's like that model True. forehead women like. True. Uh, well, when she was a little baby, she looked just, just like him. All forehead. It was all forehead. I, she, yeah, that she's cute. They're they're a beautiful. Fa- Libby, she her hair looked good. Good for them. So later on, Chuck's like, I should tell you, I've met somebody. She's a cancer survivor. This is a good thing because he's finding people he has people something in common with. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing at, at this age he is. Because, you know, Chuck is Chuck is probably 65. Probably. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little less than that. Yeah. Uh, but at, at least 60. Mm-hmm. I would think 65-ish. Um, and he said, I actually haven't even met her. And I think, oh God, please tell me she's international. Please tell me she's international. Please tell me. I was she's kind of. I went, holy shit! If he's dating an international Not woman, fiance. Oh my the god! The girls, Jen and Jen and uh, um, uh, and Becky are gonna freak. That's oh my god! That's what I want. Sorry, my nose has been itching. You're getting sick. Stop it! I was in New York when I'm, everyone was. You're sick. gonna get sick. I think you. Thank are. you. Thank you. You're for the one that it. said it. You've said it like five times. Yeah, but I don't I'm need, get sick. I don't I'm need, get sick. I don't I'm need, get sick. I don't need you to say it. Well, I'm just repeating what I learned it from watching you, bitch. Fair. Um. So, and they say, you know, have you done any? Are you going to see her? And, and then uh, Andre's like, are you hoping for side hugs and kisses? That's <laughs> <laughs> what we all hope for. Uh. And then... Uh, and then she's like, my dad lives like, my dad's doing the same thing. Oh, my God. What if they had done the same thing when I did? We are just like, now hearing like, about this here's serious thing, woman. Here's the thing, Lib. You will never, ever get reciprocal action from your family. No. They will always, because of the way your family is, they're always going to see what you did is bad and what they do is nothing. Yeah. That's always, how your family always. is. Never and gonna, he's kind yeah. of the best of them sometimes. Yeah. Really? <laughs> really? Libby... And Chuck are the best of this family. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think Chuck has gotten a good edit the last year or so, the last season. Also, I think with his cancer, like Chuck is... No, it's... He went through a program or something. He's let a lot of shit go. It's mellowed him. Yeah. And... No, he... he, It seems like he was... He didn't think he was going to live. Yeah. So that... Yeah, I think he... I think certain things have become important. I love it that Chuck didn't think he was going to live... Yet his family are more pissed at him for thinking Charlie is an alcoholic because he is. I I can't. I'm telling you, it is well, all. No. I think all of it comes from. We just, I think you said this, it's and I mom. agree. It's the mom, y'all. She's a piece of no, it's shit. A, it's a it's a toxic thread that goes through that family. She's already, like we said, posted homophobic and shit. Like she's but no, horrible. She's, she's Charlie's her boy. And the girls have some part of her in it. Lib has tried to move away from There's that. There's a money thing that yeah, her mom has that gross. we don't know about. The mom has more money than we thought. Really? I think. Well, no, my it's probably the stepfather. Me, my gut just tells me that, y'all, because that's what control those sisters and Charlie more than anything is the money. Interesting. I think. I they know. don't care about love. So, y'all, they're going to go on a double date. Andre's like, Let's, double date. Let's, Let's go double date. 
And anyway, y'all, we segue into- Libby's I'll- like, I never thought I'd go on a double date with my dad. So tubular. <laughs> I want to I want to talk about this as less, least as possible. When we have a scene with Charlie and Megan. I couldn't remember her name for a bit, and I just put Charlie in butthole number three. No, she's the pothastiest pothast, even though I she's not a blood name, pothast. Though. Yeah. Um, um, y'all, they turned out that Jen and Becky have been coming around since the dinner. I don't know how true that is. I I don't trust anything nothing. Charlie nothing. and Megan say. No, you can't trust someone um, that's doing the addiction. And Charlie's like, more people are coming to my side because like, you know, they're going to like see that I'm the same guy I was 15 years ago. Yeah, you're the same alcoholic you were yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah, you you are not, no responsibility. Now he's just, it does, I do go back and just say, I mean, it doesn't seem like, I do think you see, at least from what we've seen, Libby should have told her mother that she was pregnant and not have her mom find out on social media. Oh, it's, and I only say that not because no, it, I agree. Not because it's your mom. Some your parents can be shitty and y'all can close those boundaries. But from what we've seen at the edit, Libby didn't have a bad relationship with her mom. Like her and her mom were kind of at odds, but not like her and her sisters. No, you don't remember that the, the whole night it with the mom with Charlie, um, when the mom with Andre. Oh, um, I forgot about the mom and Andre fight. You know, fuck her then. No, I take that back. I resend that. Yeah, you don't have to do it just because it's your mom. Well, the problem was that she, the mom was, the mom was asking Libby to cross a boundary she wasn't ready to cross. No, yeah, I, and I forgot to about keep that. that boundary. She could not tell her mom. Yeah, so I completely understand not telling your sisters because they crossed the boundary. Yeah. So when you have a boundary, you guys. No one can cross that boundary. Even if it's your family. So I forgot about it. I resend that. She, she could tell who she wants to fucking tell. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Shouldn't have been, shouldn't have asked your daughter to uh, cross her boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so, uh, but of course now, Mama Pam is going to be, she's hanging on that cross, wailing for everyone to hear. So they're talking about the therapy session and... And then Megan shows she was gonna say shit, who he's a she punk. is uh, by yep. saying, "Well, Charlie, you should like if he like let if he hits you, you should let him hit you. I'll call the cops. So and we'll get him deported. Ding, ding, ding. So you non-Americans out. Non-Americans out. Close the, the border. The father of my niece and future nephew." Getting the fuck out. Because he's not like us. Let's send your, even your sister away. Yeah, this talk, anytime someone talks like this, it's immediate it's deplorable It's what we're seeing in fam- from the Chantel family on classes right now. Fucking yep. xenophobic shit. Like, fuck you. So, uh, they're at the date with this lady, and they're at a hibachi place. My favorite sentence was, Hibachi does not wait. Hibachi does not wait. That's a big deal, y'all. She is late. She is late. We're going to start the Hibachi anyway. We're going to start anyway. I must agree. I must agree. Don't, y'all, don't be late for dinner. Don't be. No, I agree. Especially today. But what happened was. (coughs) Jesus, I'll talk. No. I know how to make that (laughs) date not show up. Don't we, baddie friend? Yeah. I bit her. Uh-huh. Yeah, you think. I'm a bat from It's Miss Colby here. You think you're going to have a first day at that hibachi? Ooh, we got, hey, I got you something you ain't seen before. Really? Ooh. Just give me.
give him a little bit. I bet bitter. a little bit. You ain't gonna go on that date. <laughs> hey, boy. Anyway, uh, y'all, she got COVID. Lisa apparently. with a heart. Lisa. Lisa. Sorry. He only puts can't. with a heart on it. I don't know. I, Lisa. Unless you're in an actual relationship, don't do that shit. I put someone's full name. I don't use emojis in their name. I'm, I, I don't might have, do it if I'm married to them or something. I don't have anyone that I do an emoji. Now, I can see. I can see doing it, putting an emoji in there. Like, if you just want the visual on your phone so you yeah. know that that's person. But I've never done that. Um. So, and he's like, not true. <laughs> I have put an eggplant in someone's name before. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Because you want to remember that person. No, sometimes I put their name Jeremy Big Dick. I had, yeah. I had Jeremy Big Dick. Yeah, but what if you have two Jeremy Big Dicks? It could happen. Then it's Jeremy Big Dick Scruff and Jeremy Big Dick Grinder. Okay, but you know yeah. you could put Jeremy Big Dick Eggplant. It's true. It's true. Um, and if he's verse, you could put Jeremy Big Plant. And then Jeremy. We don't say Jeremy. That's what's it. <laughs> Jeremy Big Dick a peach. But then I just realized you would never be with somebody who's verse. That's true. Same with you. Same. Um. So y'all, she's got Miss COVID. And Chuck's like, do I ask to see your test results? No, you don't. No, you don't. Um, and and I like Andre saying, growing up in Moldova, we did not have these exotic foods like hibachi. It <laughs> is my fault. I gained a lot of weight. Uh, I love it, though. You forgot. Libby was like, y'all, this is Andre's gift. Libby says to her dad before, before they got the text, she's like, is she ghosting you? And Chuck's like, what's ghosting? And Andre says, ghosting. It's like a fart in the wind. <laughs> This was the most entertaining segment. It was segment. the most entertaining segment we had. Y'all, bring Lib and Andre dating with Chuck. I agree. I, I want to see this show. I I think Andre... Like farting the wind, Chuck. So, uh, and then they, they bring up a little bit of the immigration talk. And, and Chuck's Well, Chuck like, does say, he says, you know what? I'm glad I took the step. I'm just going to have fun yeah. tonight. And then he gets himself a massive alcoholic drink. He does. Good for Huge. him. And then they Go finally ahead. say, uh, the, the question will come up in the council session about immigration. And Chuck said, I'm going to look every one of my kids in the eye and say, if you informed on Andre, you need to tell me right now. And Andre says, if someone has the balls to say it, they better speak up. So I doubt we're going to know who informed. I don't know if the informing is a red herring or not. It could I, be fraudacity. It could be it fraudacity. Could be fraudacity. Um, I am here for the koosh ball of truth. I kind of don't think it's fraudacity only because it looks like we're finally getting the therapy session next week. We are. That's why this all feels a little fake that we've had how many episodes leading up to this therapy session now? A lot. Like four yeah. episodes they've been talking about this. I think But they look really angry. I don't know if they would all I do think Charlie or Megan would try to report Andre and send yeah, him me home. Too. I don't think the sisters would. No, they wouldn't. But one hundred percent they would. I think Charlie or Megan would. Or maybe even Pam. <sighs> Dark horse. Um I do I do want to say I think there are at least two more episodes in this season and probably three tell-alls. I feel like there's going to be three tell-alls too this yeah. season. 
We don't. Whether we like it or not. And again, I'm it, thinking five episodes. It five more episodes. It doesn't this. show us what is next. So maybe there's some weird. They don't. It's weird how they're not showing. That weird. that sides with me of only doing of of doing no show on January first. Mary Payne still says <laughs> there's gonna be. The reason I think they could do this to January 1st, there are football games on January 1st, but it's not a national holiday the way Super Bowl Sunday is. It's because it's all college games. New Year's Day is. So they don't care about that. I guess so. Um, but, you know, like like I go to Super Bowl Sunday parties and I don't even fucking care about football. Yeah. But I never but go to a you, college game What do you do party. on New Year's Day? I put down my Christmas and like we eat new, I eat black eyed peas and greens. You don't watch TV though. No. Yeah, either. I mean, my back home in Oklahoma, they do because all they do is watch fucking football. But that's why it's football. That that's why I'm I'm pushing so hard. I don't think they would run. But out. it's not like. But it's also like, it's just not. Again, like a holiday, like like right. I would be shocked if they. It is a national holiday though. We don't think they're going to do it on Christmas. Mary Payne at Pink Shade still stands by it and says she thinks it's going to happen. <laughs> if she does, Mary Payne, I'm going to buy you dinner next time I see you, girl. I can't believe they would I, ever do that. If they put it on Christmas, I'm going to laugh and laugh Jan- and laugh. January 1st, I think that would be extreme. I think January 1st, I'm 50-50 on it. I know you're more 100. Like, I'm No, I'm like 80-20. Christmas, I'm I'm not a hundred percent. I could still think there's a ten percent. I it's I'm I'm zero percent on Christmas. Birth of Christ or Yara's gonna move away from Jovi. <laughs> Let's show it. All right, everybody, that's the show. Y'all, that's the show. Speaking of holidays, if you're on that Reality Plus content, remember. Um, Our holiday any, special You can watch that at on any tier We normally only do 30 minutes We talked for a whole hour We did a whole hour today Just eating candy and onion dip and singing yeah, we carols got, I got high on sugar all right, everybody, go to our website, realitygays.com. It's not porn anymore You can go to our Instagram and our um, uh, TikTok, Twitter Nah, we're still there We're not doing on the a lot on Twitter, y'all we're not checking it I've, a lot. I've minimized my Twitter. Yeah, yeah. it's um, yeah, um, it's not a fun place to be right now. God, I it people that own a Tesla right now feel like everybody that named their kid Daenerys. I I disagree with you. I think they're fine, but you don't think a they lot, feel think a little a, bit I like a, they're like fuck. I think a lot of people who own Teslas don't give a fuck. I guess they don't give a fuck. You now, know? that's don't, don't don't come at me if you want to test it. No, that wasn't me. You're I, like, I don't think they care. I will say this. Listen to me carefully when I say this. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's Please a, don't. When there's a car don't in draw front a line. of me, when there's a car in front of me that does something awful, I'm like, oh, there's a Tesla. Well, you that's know the it. show, you everybody. Know it. You that's know, the show. You know you've done it. <sighs> Why do you in have Los, to be so divisive In Los sometimes? Angeles especially. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, out of that last part. We have so many. That's fair. All right, everybody. That's the show. Um, come and find us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify where we listen to podcasts. We appreciate it so much. And if you're new, some of us, you found us from Claps. Welcome. Uh, all right. We call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just lonely? I mean, M&Ms. Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places. Yes. And if you've ever had a cra- crazy white lady come really close to you and say, I got you a present. <laughs> 
Go you present. Run away and then call, call us. us. <laughs> Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.